Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Remember to follow along at Fog City Psychic on Instagram and Facebook just to keep up with my shenanigans. And you already know probably that we're on our new home on Anchor and Spotify as our podcast host. I found this cool little feature on our page, which is anchor.fm slash out of the fog. If you go to that page, there's a little plus sign in a button that says message. And if you click that, you can leave me a voice message. I think that message is limited to 60 seconds. Oh, I'd love it. If you've got a second, would you go and try that? I love hearing your feedback. And I'm putting together another listener mailbag episode. The one we did in December was really fun and popular. I'm going to do another one. So maybe you've got a question you'd like me to answer in that episode. Leave me a voice message, anchor.fm slash out of the fog, and then click the little plus sign in the button that says message. Now, if you're feeling on the edge of burnout, or maybe you're over the edge, already burned out, If you brag about being a workaholic or how little sleep you need to get by, if you are finding yourself so focused on getting things done that you completely forgot the part where you're supposed to enjoy the journey, then Lillian So, who's my guest today, has got a message for you. She believes that when we understand the five layers of the body, we can change every aspect of our life and we can start seeing and feeling transformation in a short amount of time. Are you ready to meet her? Lillian So is an integrator and facilitator of transformation. She's got more than 20 years of industry experience in creating psychological safety, group facilitation, and compassionate communication. The founder of SoFit SF Inc., Lillian is a certified personal trainer, group fitness instructor, yoga educator and therapist, nonviolent communication facilitator, life coach, integrative healer, and mystic. Her signature fitness and yoga programs have helped people change their relationship with their bodies through intentional movement, music, and community. And her coaching programs, which attract an international audience, have helped people transform every aspect of their lives through the five pillars of the SO method. That's biology, programming, inner compass, communication, and manifesting. Lillian's new book is So Empowered. Discover the five layers of the body to take control of your life. Lillian, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. I have to say you have a made for a radio voice. I was, <laughs> it was so soothing. I was like, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about me. Tell me more. Read my bio again. Do it. Um, there was somebody this a long time ago, and it was when I was in San Francisco. There's somebody who was on the radio who used to say that he, <laughs> that um, he had the voice of a prince and the body of a DJ. And um <laughs> 
So I'm glad you hear my, my radio ready voice. I was thinking as I was looking at the book and getting ready for this interview, I was finding myself kind of joking to myself about the five layers of my body, like how there'd be the guacamole layer and the self-loathing layer and the good intentions layer. And as I found myself thinking that, it made me wonder, why are we so mean to ourselves about all this? What is it that sparks that disconnect from the body? And how does that affect our wellness overall? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, first of all, I I love that. (laughs) I don't think I've actually heard anyone uh, joke about the layers of their body in that way, which which is actually surprising to me because I have to say my clients in community, they are hilarious. I can't even give them an inch of anything because they'll just, you know, run with it and it'll just be, you know, a string of jokes and we have to like get them refocused, like, all right, all right, enough, enough, you know, (laughs) and it like becomes a whole thing. Um, So that's hilarious. I I can't believe my clients haven't already run with that one before. Um, But, you know, to go back to your story of what I'm really hearing, what I heard you ask me was, you know, how do we end up getting to this place where we are so hard on ourselves and we lose this compassion for ourselves, which then ultimately disconnects us from ourselves and then leaves us burned out and feeling kind of lost and so forth. Is that what I heard you say? Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, where do I even begin with that? I think the easiest way, uh, the easiest place to start is really that from the time that we're very, very little, we learn, we learn how to survive. We learn how to fit in. We learn what to do and what not to do so that we don't get in trouble, so that we don't get rejected, so that we don't get hurt, so that we don't get punished and so forth. We learn how to make our parents happy. We learn how to make our friends like us and so forth. And throughout that journey, we stop listening to ourselves. We stop taking care of ourselves. We stop really putting ourselves first. And we get so externally focused, right, on survival, fitting in, achievement, and then achievements and accolades and all that stuff is all built into that, right? Because the more I achieve, the more I'll be liked the more I do the good thing, the more that I'll get praised. Mm. And we're ultimately just trying to, you know, avoid a sense of failure or rejection and, and pain. But through that process, we end up losing that connection to us, right? Like, what do I need? Uh, what does my body need? How does my energy feel? What's going to make me happy? Uh, what, what's going to affect my mood, my energy? And you know, throughout that process, we end up also just focusing on where we dropped the ball. We focus on how we didn't do the thing that we should have done to win, get there faster, to, you know, accomplish whatever it is. And, you know, along that journey, not only do we end up kind of being hard on ourselves and criticizing ourselves and whatnot, but then that's where the disconnect really happens, right? Because everything is coming from, dare I say, like the wrong place, right? We're, and I say that in air quotes, uh, versus, you know, coming from a place that is self-focused and self-loving first. 
And I think for many of us, that almost seems like wrong. That that seems wrong. It's like, oh, to be self-focused, but isn't that selfish? Right. Isn't, uh, isn't, that, is, isn't that narcissistic? Isn't that wrong? Like I've been told to think about other people first. I've been told to, you know, put myself last. I've been told to be humble and so forth. And so I think it just gets very, very confusing, you know, which leads us down to all this disconnect all around. That was kind of a big, long-winded answer, but I hope that that all made sense. <laughs> well, it's beautiful because we're in a time where there's so much division and so much shouting and so much, it almost feels like um, we get manipulated to places of disconnect. Mm-hmm. It seems especially powerful that we look for tools and ways and knowledge and like uh, actions that bring us deeper into connection. And as I understand your work, this idea about discovering the five layers of our body and feeling into really feeling into them, allowing ourselves to be present with all of ourselves. It feels especially important now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're in this age of information overload. I mean, we've been right, but between the internet and social media and information overload and all of this division, and there's like so much constant crises in the world, you know, I feel like we get pulled in so many directions from all the things that we need to keep up with, you know, to have a successful life. And then all the ways that we're being pulled, you know, with all the crises of the world and then all the distractions, it's just like, oh my God, it's just so, I mean, I understand why it's so hard for us to stay connected. You know, it's, it's, it's like everything around us is designed to pull us away from our own center, you know, absolutely. So what, what are the five layers of the body and how does understanding this help shift our perspective? Yeah. So first of all, the five layers of the body is actually taught to us in very, very old, old um, sciences of and philosophy of yoga. So yoga as a science, as a philosophy, as a system teaches us that in order for us to truly feel wholeness, enlightenment, connection to universe, God, whatever you want to call it, that we have to integrate and balance all five of the layers of our body. And in Sanskrit, they're called koshas. So these koshas translate to sheaths or layers of the body. And what yoga teaches us is take care of all of your koshas, all of your layers. You are more than just this physical meat suit of just skin and bones and organs, right? You are also an energetic body, an emotional mental body, a wisdom spiritual body, and you also have a bliss center. Mm -hmm. And when you take care of yourself in this holistic manner, because you are made up all of those things, because you are a multi-layered, multifaceted human being, that is when you can feel so much more oneness. That's when you can feel that meaning, purpose, that fulfillment, that joy that we're all seeking after. It's actually quite simple. But once again, 
going back to where we started, we start chasing all of these other things that we think are going to bring us wholeness. We get so distracted and disconnected. And then we just stop taking care of ourselves. We stop being, you know, we're hard on ourselves. And that's where it just all kind of falls apart. I was interested to read that you feel that things show up in the physical body last because we're used to thinking about pain or imbalance or dis-ease as a first level warning, but you're saying it, things build up and then show up in the physical body at the end. Yes. So I actually also used to think that way. I started my career in fitness. And so I was very body focused, right? I was very aware of my body. I was very in tune to my body. And so for many, many years of my life and my career, I actually thought, oh, when I feel a pain, it's like the first indication that something needs to stop, pause. I need to reflect and think about what's going on. And to a certain degree, that's, you know, very true because, you know, you feel pain and it does catch your attention and you're like, whoop, I feel something in my belly. Oh, oh, like what's going on there. And so um, while that frame is definitely still helpful, what I've learned throughout my journey and the deeper work that I've done with my clients over, you know, decade plus of doing this integrative work, I'm I've really realized that it shows up in the physical body last. And so what that really means is by the time you have some kind of physical symptom, let's call it hair loss, sudden hair loss, or let's call it some kind of breakout in your skin or some kind of psoriasis or some kind of inflammation that's in your body. What I've learned is that that is an indication that something else has been going on for a long time and it's finally now manifesting to the point where you cannot ignore it anymore Mm -hmm. now you can't ignore it anymore because now you're in pain now you can't ignore it anymore because the breakout is all over your face and you can't leave the house anymore now you can't ignore it anymore because your hair is falling out in the shower and it's like you're finally paying attention it's like you've been running on empty for the last six months and you didn't do anything about it and now it's finally catching up to hair loss now it's finally catching up to where where your metabolism is shutting down your metabolic your metabolic health is shutting down and you can't understand why you've put on 40 pounds in the last year when you've been the same size for the last 40 years of your life And so this is the way that I teach my clients now that, hey, by the time it shows up in your physical body, there's probably all kinds of other things that have been happening, you know, at the other layers uh, in ways that you may not know, as well as the physical layer too. Like I said, I mean, if you have not been nourishing yourself properly for the last, you know, 10 years of your life, it may eventually show up in the form of disease or illness and things like that. But also if you haven't been letting yourself have fun or letting yourself play, letting yourself have a good time. If you deprive yourself of joy, you know, for months on end, you know, feeling like you have to suffer in order to obtain some kind of achievement. Yeah. That's probably going to also show up, you know, as some kind of ailment, uh, you know, down, down the line as well. So how do you start when someone comes to you and says, Lillian, my hair fell out and I gained 40 pounds in the last hour and a half, how do you start working with someone? And maybe how 
can you help listeners gain some insight into where do we start when we've got the physical manifestation, but we want to look deeper into these other layers? Yeah, that's a great question. So the first, my first knee-jerk response would be just slow down, stop, stop, slow down and create space. Okay. You have to, you have to slow down. You have to take time off. You have to create the space so that you can actually start taking care of yourself so that you can actually reflect on what the heck is going on, how you even got here in the first place. You just can't do that if you're still going hundred miles per hour. So first things first, we have to slow down and create the space. And this is really hard for a lot of people to do, right? Because we've all been so conditioned to do more, to go faster, that we're not doing enough, that somehow we're in this kind of race, you know, with ourselves and everybody else, and that we're constantly running out of time. And so this is, this in itself is a very, very hard thing for a lot of people to do. It's very hard for people to be like, oh, but I have so many things to do. Like, I can't slow down now. Like, how can I take time off? Like, I have, I have, I have, I have deadlines to meet and I have mouths to feed and whatnot. And so first things first, it's like, you have to give yourself permission to slow down and create that space. And you can do that in, in various ways, right? Like you literally start creating more space in the mornings, you know, maybe an hour a day in the morning where you actually slow down to do a routine and do some meditation and cook yourself breakfast and things like that. Or you actually maybe take some time off and you stop overloading your calendar or you stop, you know, double booking yourself on weekends and you stop trying to do so much all the time. Right. And so that's one of the first things that I have my clients do when they come and work with me is like, you need to create space. You're doing too much. You know, you're working all day, then right after work, then you're trying to line up dates, then you're trying to line up trips on weekends and you're trying to do all these things and you want to do all these activities and it's just, it's just not sustainable. You can't do that. So you got to slow down and create space. That's kind of like a high level action item. And then from there, where do we put that focus now that we actually did create space? Well, I would say that the first thing you do when you create that space is you start taking care of your physical body, because that is the lowest hanging fruit. That's the easiest place to start. It may not be realistic for you right now to unpack all of your childhood traumas and, you know, journal five hours a day and, and, and do that kind of work. Let's say it's kind of like going from zero to 60. It's like, oh my God, I have psoriasis. What's going on? I better go and journal in my, you know, journal about my childhood traumas for three hours a day. I mean, that's ridiculous. like, don't do that. Right. It's like, take a baby step and just start by slowing down. You gotta, you know, you gotta give your nervous system a break because all of that, um, running around and overloading yourself, it makes your body go haywire. So create the space, slow down, and then just start with the basics, the very, very, very basics. And all of this is laid out in my book, uh, in the physical body chapter. And it really starts with the most simplest things like drink water. As soon as you get out of bed, like make yourself breakfast, eat protein and fat at every meal. I cannot tell you how many people are so undernourished they're not even eating the most basic things. Once again, there's so much information overload out there that there's a million different diets and there's all these things and people get so confused and they, they're like, oh my gosh, one day I hear bananas are bad for you. And then another day I hear that I should only eat a low fat first thing in the morning because of my liver and this and that. And then the next thing you know, I hear that I should only eat protein at night and no vegetables because then I might gain. It's just like, it's insane. So 
you got to push all of that aside and just start with the very, very bare bones basics, like move in your body regularly. Most days of the week, you sleep seven to eight hours a day, drink water, get sunlight in your eyes, you know, eat protein and fat at every meal, just get the very, very basics. And then once you start doing that, you, your, your baseline normalizes and you start to have a better foundation you have a little bit more of a routine and then you naturally as a side effect want to start tackling other things too next thing you know you want to set more boundaries you want to have more space for other things like self-reflection and healing work and things like that so i think first things first we just got to start with the very basics i mean most people don't even drink water every day like most people don't even eat breakfast you know it's it's crazy so I know that sounds so basic, but, and I think a lot of times, you know, even my own clients will come to me and they'll be like, wait, that's it. Like, you just want me to start there. And it's like, yes. And I think so many of us, we want such complicated, complex solutions. And that's actually not how you get results. You just start with the basics and then you expand and scale from there, whether it's your personal healing, whether it's your career growth, business growth, whatever. And I think sometimes we are looking for, especially if things have gone, we feel badly wrong. We're looking for a kind of a punishment or something that will be difficult or something that will, when, when honestly, the, I think one of the most difficult and most beautiful things we can do is to gently bring our attention back to ourselves. And so we ask for something complicated. So we feel like we're doing something when that's a symptom of the problem that we're having. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, all we have to do is just come back, just come back home, come back home. Your home is you, you are, you know, they say things like, you know, your body is your temple and this and that. And it's true. You just got to come back home. I love it. You're listening to out of the fog and I'm talking with Lillian. So her new book is so empowered, discover the five layers of your body and take control of your life. You can find more information about Lillian and her work at meet lillianso.com that's meet l-i-l-l-i-a-n-s-o.com meet lillianso.com lillian one of the things i loved about the book is that in each uh section about the five layers there are assessment tools to encourage us to look at what our relationship is with these layers because it's not like just here's the five layers there we have living active relationships with all of these. Can you say a little bit about why that assessment is so important and why it's important for us to be kind of in conversation with those layers? Yeah, absolutely. I think once again, you know, so many of us, we don't even realize just how disconnected we are from ourselves. We don't realize how much we're actually not taking care of some of the most very, very basic things. So like I said, for example, even at the physical layer, right? So the physical body is the first layer. So I'll go layer by layer. In the physical body, you know, I had a client the last year, she came in to work with me, you know, enrolled into my program and whatnot. And this is, she's a total badass mom, right? Like she is a, you know, mother of three children. She is a cardiac surgery OR room nurse, right? She's mm. a high stress job, uh, you know, raising three children you know, and, and, and she's just, she's just amazing. And 
she's like, oh my God, Lillian. She's like, I had no idea that I don't even drink water until like mid morning. You know, she's like, I get up at like six in the morning, get the kids ready, scramble, get everything ready, go to the hospital, do this and that. Sometimes I'll already have gone into a surgery and I would not have even had water yet. I'm like, that's insane. Like, that's crazy. You know, it's like, that's, you're literally like saving lives and raising the next generation and you don't even drink water. Like, and we just laughed about it. It's like, isn't that crazy how much we do not even take care of those basic things. So these assessments in each chapter goes over basically like what are signs and symptoms that you are taking care of yourself, that you are taking care of yourself at the physical layer and that you're not. And so, you know, in the physical layer, you know, there may be things like, you know, you have brain fog, you, you know, are constantly underweight or overweight, or your weight is always constantly fluctuating, or, you know, you have like mood irritability, like things like that. And so all these different signs and symptoms can help you really hold a mirror up to yourself ultimately and be like, oh my gosh, I guess I didn't really realize that my physical layer is this compromised because if I had to rate myself on a scale of one through 10, I realized that I'm actually quite disconnected. Like I'm at like a four. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be at a four. I want to be like at least at an eight. I mean, nobody's perfect. So I can't expect a 10 right now, but gosh, I would hope that I would actually be more like a seven or eight. But if I'm really going through these signs and symptoms inside this book, you know, which are very, very basic things that are laid out, it's like, oh God, I'm kind of like at a four. And so that already creates a lot of self-awareness, which brings a lot of motivation to a person to be like, okay, like I'm rating myself at a four, but also I'm learning through these action steps that if I could just do these basics, like drink water, eat breakfast, sleep seven, eight hours a day, I would right away go from a four to a six, like within a week. And that's so empowering, right? Which is why- the book is called Soul Empowered. <laughs> what about like with our energetic body and our mental emotional body? What are some of the things to, to look for that let us know that mm, we may be disconnected or something might not be quite right? Yeah. So the energetic body is the second layer of the body. And it's just like the title or just like the name of the layer goes, the energetic body. Uh, the first and telltale sign is that you're always fatigued. And I know that that sounds so basic, but I cannot tell you how many people come to me and they're like, I'm so burned out. I'm so burned out. I'm so tired all the time. No matter how much sleep I get, I never feel like I'm getting enough sleep. I feel like I could sleep 12, 15 hours a day. I, you know, catch up on so much sleep over the weekend, but then next thing you know, I'm sleeping until 10, 11 o'clock, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays. And I feel like my whole day is gone. And then I'm back, you know, to the grind on Monday. And I don't know why, you know, I'm, I'm trying all these supplements. Um, another thing, you know, I've had many clients that come to me and they'll, it's so it's funny because they're like these like grown adults with like, you know, high stress jobs and whatnot. And they're like, oh my God, I drink like six to 10 cups of coffee a day. I'm like six to 10 cups of coffee a day. Like what? How is that even possible? You know, and, and I have another client that's like, oh yeah, I drink Red Bull. I'm like, I'm sorry, you drink what? <laughs> like you drink Red Bull. Like that's crazy. I haven't had Red Bull since I was in college and I'm mixing it with vodka. Like what? <laughs> crazy. And so, you know, some of these telltale signs are like that you need caffeine, tons of caffeine in your 
tired no matter what. And you're always feeling erratic and anxious. So like on one hand, you're constantly fatigued. It's like you're on both ends of the spectrum, right? Because a lot of my clients will say like, oh my God, I'm like so tired. So I need to drink all this coffee. But then I'm also like so anxious and always like, you know, like so jumpy about like meeting deadlines and like meetings and this and that. And so it's like, you're just not feeling even keeled and grounded and balanced. The thing is when your energetic body is in balance, you feel grounded no matter what fire happens at work. You're like, okay, cool. Like there's a fire, like, all right. Like you go into action mode, you go into crisis management mode, but you're not like flipping out and like freaking out and, you know, rapid firing email people and then regretting it later because, you know, your energy was all over the place. So when your energetic body is balanced, you know, you, you, you wake up feeling refreshed in the morning. You don't need 10 cups of coffee a day. And, um, you know, you, you're not feeling super fatigued or feeling super anxious and irritable. You're actually very grounded and you feel very level-headed and you feel clear-headed and focused, you know, versus up and down on that energetic roller coaster. So uh, that's one of the, uh, so that's kind of how we can think about the energetic body. In the mental, emotional body, simply put, that's, those are your thoughts and feelings. And so when your energy, when your emotional, mental body is out of balance, right? You're constantly overthinking you, what if everything, oh, what if this, and what if that, and you can't make a decision because you have to like overthink and analyze every situation. You're replaying conversations in your head all the time. You're, um, you know, you feel something and then you just automatically just start jumping to conclusions. Like you, you cannot separate your feelings from analyzation, right? So what I mean by that is a lot of clients will come to me and as soon as they feel anything, they just start to spiral, right? So like, let's say they feel some kind of sensation because their manager wrote them an email and said, hey, uh, looks like we're missing a deliverable. Like, you know, can we, can we have a meeting uh, for three o'clock later today? And rather than just being like, oh, shoot, did I drop a ball? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you at three and we'll figure it out then, right? That would just be like a balanced, you know, healthy mental, emotional body, for example. But instead, a lot of times my clients will come into me and it's like, let's say a manager messages them a message like that. And all of a sudden they just, they feel the flight, fight, fight or flight. They feel the thing. And then they just start spiraling out and they're like, oh my God, am I going to get fired? And then they start like overanalyzing everything. And then they're just so not present. And then they start jumping to all these conclusions and then they like, you know, and then, and then their body feels like they're out of control and they feel like they're not in control of their feelings and their sensations. And they're just freaking out about what's going to happen. And that is a mental, emotional body out of whack. Otherwise you would be able to take information as it is. You're able to understand what is true. You're able to know your feelings. Even if you do feel anxious, you can say like, oh, I, recognize that I'm feeling anxious because my manager just sent me this email. But what I know is true is that, you know, I did the best that I could. And uh, I did not know that this was an expectation. So I'll have this conversation with them in the next couple hours when I jump on a meeting with them. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. And then you're not like flipping out and doing backflips with creating all these stories and, you know, going five different directions and like, oh my God, it's just so exhausting, which then obviously leaves your mental, emotional body just completely fried. And then that's kind of how it's like, so disconnected. Right. Right. 
So that's mental, emotional body. I'd love to look, I know we only have a couple minutes left together, but I'd love to look quickly at the wisdom, spiritual and the bliss body, just to give the listeners an idea of some ways they can assess their wellness there. Yeah, absolutely. So your wisdom, spiritual body is the part of you that just knows. Okay. It's the deep knowing that is in your body. We all have it. You can call it your wisdom. You can call it your intuition. This is the deep knowing that you have that is not necessarily like learned in a textbook, right? We're not talking about the knowledge. We're not talking about knowledge. We're talking about knowing, which are two different things. And knowing is the part of you that like walks into the room when you're looking for a brand new house and you've looked at 20 different listings and you walk into that one house finally on a random Sunday afternoon and you go, oh my God, this is it. I just know it. I just know that this is it. Or when, you know, we were talking before we went, uh, you know, when we did this, when we had this conversation and, you know, you knew that there was a time when you were like, I just know that it's time for us to head back East. Or I know, as I just know that now is the time for us to go on an adventure and move out to California or whatever. Like you just know that is your wisdom, spiritual body. It's the part of you that knows how to make decisions without all the information. It's the part of you that just trusts that everything is going to be okay, even when the world is falling apart. And when our wisdom, spiritual body is balanced, harmonized, and we're connected, we have that strong sense of faith and trust in ourselves. And we're able to listen to our gut and follow our intuition and know that our intuition is always leading us down the path that is most conducive to our highest good. And when that is out of balance, right? We question ourselves, we constantly doubt, we ask everybody else for their opinion versus tuning into our own knowledge and our own wisdom, right? We, we, we don't trust that everything is going to be okay. We, we get anxious and nervous. We're always worried about the future. We focus on uncertainty. We go into scarcity mindset. We start, you know, focusing on all the things that could go wrong. And that's what happens when that wisdom spiritual body is out of whack. I'll go into the bliss body next. Uh, lastly. So the last and final layer of your body is your bliss body. I call it your heart center. I call it the part of you. I, I call it your soul center, your heart center, your heart calling. It's your, it's your bliss. It's the part of you that is connected to what brings you joy, happiness. It's, it's the part of you that knows how to just be present and just loves the now. Mm-hmm. When your bliss body is well taken care of and tended to, you are able to find joy and optimism no matter what circumstance, no matter where you are in your journey, right? Like a lot of times people are very conditional. They're like, oh, well, I'll be happy when, Hmm. oh, I'm in a good mood because I just got a raise or I'm happy because I just found out that X, Y, and Z is going my way, right? But the bliss body says, no, you have a bliss center in you. And there's a part of you that knows how to make yourself happy now wherever you are in your life, even when there's death in the family, even when there's crisis in your business, you can still find ways to tap to joy. You can still find ways to find that moment of bliss and to find that presence no matter where you are. And 
when your bliss body is healthy and in balance, you go seek that regularly. You know how important it is for you. So even if you are in the middle of, you know, a critical crisis phase of your life, like, you know, to like pause and just smell the roses and have a moment with your children and laugh or, you know, go outside for a walk and smile at a stranger and enjoy a beautiful sunset. And you can find those moments of beauty, peace, harmony, and joy, no matter what. When that bliss body is out of whack, you just cannot find the silver lining. You just can't find that ray of light, no matter what, like you can't find gratitude. You constantly focus on scarcity and you're just unable to truly trust that this moment of your life is perfect exactly as it is, even if it may not be going exactly the way that you envisioned it. Right. And so, yeah, so, so you know, people with a strong connection to their bliss body is able to find those moments of joy, no matter what is happening. And they're able to also find gratitude, no matter what's happening in their life as well. I thank you so much for coming to talk with us. This, there's so much good stuff here. And one of the things I really appreciate about the work that you've shared with me is that this is accessible, actionable, transformative information. Um, it isn't, it's not esoteric. It's not, it's, we, we can, if you're willing to bring your, your attention and your time to this change happens. And I really appreciate that perspective, but Lillian, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. I appreciate all your wonderful questions. Thank you. That is Lillian. So her new book is so empowered. Discover the five layers of your body to take control of your life. You can find out more about Lillian and her work. And there's so much more here than what we covered at meetlillianso.com. That's M-E-E-T-L-I-L-L-I-A-N-S-O.com. Meetlillianso.com. You can find her on YouTube, find her on Instagram, find her all over the place. You can also check out So Empowered Book. Dot com. And you know, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. And if you want to connect voice to voice, if you're looking for some compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive guidance, I would be happy to connect with you for a private session. All the details are at karenhager.com. Please do follow Fog City Psychic on Instagram and Facebook. See what's happening with May with Maisie, the amazing new puppy who's here. Take a look at my jigsaw puzzles and my yarn. And yeah, there's radio stuff and intuitive stuff too. But right now it's puppy, puppy, all puppy all the time. And see what happens when you click the message button in our new home at anchor.fm slash out of the fog. I'd love to hear your voice messages and I'd love to get feedback or questions as I put together the next listener mailbag bag episode that'll air in the next few weeks. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.